Hi, this is Tom Field, Editorial Director with Information Security Media Group. We're talking today about electronic health care records and their impact upon security and technology organizations. And we're talking with Kim Singletary with Solutions Marketing at McAfee. Kim, thanks so much for joining me. Thank you. Just to get us started and give us a little bit of context, why don't you tell us a bit about yourself and your role with McAfee? Okay. Um, my name is Kim Singletary. I'm the solutions marketing for McAfee. And uh, my background has actually been in several product management, product marketing roles within managed services, security, um, data centers, uh, software as a service, and financial services. So I've kind of come through from an IT operations background uh, to the McAfee program now, and um, I'm very interested in our conversation today. Well, Kim, everybody's talking about healthcare now, and it seems that there are some unique market forces that are coming together to underscore the need for electronic healthcare records. Maybe you can get into that some. Absolutely. Um, I think the electronic healthcare records is uh, quite intriguing because, um, as you know, people who have my own healthcare record, my own you know medical history out there, um, the moving of that from the paper. Um, framework, you see these rows and rows of, of file folders in your doctor's office, to an electronic format is really going to change the industry quite immensely. And I, I don't think there's market forces, but there's definitely force happening, and that force is really the government saying through the American Recovery Act and putting money behind it, saying this is a good thing for, our, for the United States, this is a good thing for the health care and welfare of the people of the United States. And we want to put this electronically format because we want to know more about the health of the people of the United States so we can help them, so we can put better programs in place. And it's really a, a, about being able to get uh, more reliable information, broader footprint of information that, these, that the anonymized versions of these records hold to help collaborate on uh, group health care planning and long-term health care situations. And I think it's the right thing to do. I think it's one of the industries that's kind of been slow behind because the workflow process is has just been around for so long, and it's really kind of hard to change old habits. Now, intellectually, Kim, I think we all understand that there is an impact on privacy and compliance, but give us a sense of how this transition to electronic health care records really does impact those areas. Well, I, I think absolutely. Every time you deal with uh, sense, sensitive information, and in this case the healthcare records and the personal information of people, you have a higher and heightened level of privacy and compliance needs that follow with that. And but I think we've you know we've shown that um, through several other avenues and several other industries that uh, moving to electronic format is different. Yes. But it, there are definitely technologies and there's some emerging um, newer technologies that can absolutely help in ensuring that the integrity of not only the records themselves but of the systems that process these records can stay, you know, 100% golden to what the intent is and not be compromised to any unauthorized changes or unauthorized outsources. So, yeah, as the transition of impact of privacy and compl compliance increases, what you will need to do is actually mature your IT levels so that you have a very strong framework to support the processes that you now need to have. It will become mission critical to understand this. You will have more auditing. And the better you prepare behind the scenes to understand that 
and model your systems to that, not only your processes, your people, but also the IT infrastructure, looking at the new technologies available today to help improve upon that, have better change control, adopt new ways and defenses against outside um, basically unintended access to these records, too, is, is another step to kind of keep looking for and advance the industry. Well, Kim, that's exactly where I wanted to go, was to talk about IT departments. What are the ramifications for IT departments and how they're used to operating versus how they need to operate now? Well, I think in specific to the healthcare here, um, I think the IT departments definitely get the sense of mission criticality. I mean, they're, they're running in hospitals where people expect these systems to be up 24 by 7 for critical care, triage. They get that. And I think the electronic healthcare records just will put an additional burden to probably a pretty fragile and, and you know, small limited um, area in the, in the, you know, in this industry. Um, I don't see hospitals, you know, adding new staff anytime soon. So it's basically another burden of another project, another process, another long-term management of electronic healthcare records. So I think the key for IT departments is they get the, the, the security aspect of it. They deal with the day in and day out. They get, they get the availability aspect to it. But I think that the key here is to try to make things more efficient, to make sure that you have and you adopt kind of a higher level um, framework so that you can measure and continue to improve that so you can get to the efficiencies where this is just so easy to manage and just, just continue with that process. Because, you know, the electronic healthcare records, if you look at it, is not just a project. There's an ongoing long-term scenario with here that they have to adopt and, and manage and maintain. And the more tools they have to help them stay compliant, to stay within track of what they need to do and to um, you know, stop anything that they don't want to have happen to there, um, the better they can be in managing this and less firefighting, less reactive, you know, less, you know, oh, my God, I've got a triage. It's just like the emergency room with triage incoming from a, from a catastrophe that would happen. You don't want that in IT department. You want very stable, sound, repeatable, and supportable processes and, and technology to help them with that. Boy, there's an operative word that you used there, which was ongoing. What do you find are the keys to delivering ongoing electronic healthcare systems? Well, I think, you know, the ongoing process is, is really the one word. You, you, you basically make the decision to pick whatever electronic healthcare record system application framework that you're going to use. You have a very, you know, pretty much a, a high level ramp of implementing that, making sure people adopt it, move forward. But the ongoing part is really the maintenance and support, and that's a real costly model out there. I know that there's a lot of um, initiatives to move people to use these, and they're really focusing on the initial project right now, which is what application should I use, how do I get it best implemented, but they may be falling down in looking at the long-term support and maintenance of it. And the systems themselves, I mean, I said you're putting additional burden to an IT department that's that's most likely not growing exponentially. And with that, you know, you, you move that along. And the ongoing aspect is how many more things do they need to address? So if they can look at the framework and, and take things off the table and make things more efficient, that's going to make the ongoing process easier. It's also going to make the people who are doing the IT work here um, focus on better um, management of this, better tools instead of the day-to-day -day IT doldrums, which I kind of call, which is, you know, the log management, things like that, looking through all of these 
uh, systems. I mean, you have to have a level of security, but you don't want to be just bogged down with it. So, I mean, having, again, the, the framework that you're going to do all your IT processing, whether it's COBIT or COSO or whatever you decide in your organization, but then making sure you have the tools to help you manage through that and making sure that you have the ability to go from, uh, here's my strict change control system, here's how I'm going to push the change, here's how I'm going to manage the change, here's the information I need, what's happening, and the alerting, too, of uh, proactively alerting that something may be happening versus looking at logs down the road. So, that, again, very much like kind of uh, diagnostics. If you go to the doctor soon when you have a symptom, most likely you're going to be able to treat it earlier than if you let it continue to grow and faster. It's going to be something serious you have to deal with in the long run. Ken, Matthew's got some experience in this field. What are some lessons learned that we can draw from some of your customers that have gone through this? I think some of the, the things that I keep reframing uh, is, you know, one of our customers is Northwest Memorial Hospital. They've had the standing of being able to say that they've been, for the last nine years, one of the most wired hospitals in the United States. They are attached to a, a learning facility. I mean, they're, they're constant, um, constantly looking to improve and, and make their, their systems and processes more effective and efficient as they go through from an IT perspective. And, again, I think the lessons learned is really – to look at this and continue to make sure you have the right data, that you understand what's happening in your environment and you have the controls in your environment, the change control, the application control, the other controls of access and, and the network availability. And you have the ability to gather the information of how these tools are interacting in your environment and what things are, are causing um, these, these informations on a proactive basis, having a, a, you know, a, a dashboard that will tell you this and also open it up. Make sure that you know the other departments within the IT organization, but also within the healthcare itself, um, are aware that you know you have these change windows happening. You have uh, this incident, incident record um, SLA, and this is how you're tracking to it. Because again, the more you're, you're transparent to this um, process and you open it up and show that, yeah, we're, we're doing some really good work here, and there's always room for improvement, and here's where we're going to improve, and here's how we're measuring improvement, and you continue with that closed-loop process, uh, make it more and more efficient as you go forward. I think that's exactly what the intent also is of, you know, or the new mantra of, our, of the American Recovery Act is that there's, there's actually a website now that says the transparency of where this money is being spent as part of this Recovery Act, the $20 million that are being spent to move the electronic healthcare records into hospitals as part of that act is also part of process. And I think if a lot of the IT staff start adopting that, of being more transparent, but having stricter controls on change within their own organization will actually help better their SLA measures and help better performance and improve the overall um, value that they bring and align themselves to the business so that the hospitals out there can actually adopt this and get to the point where they have measurable um, healthcare record information, and, and it's really consumable by not only themselves, but, you know, the larger states, so we can all move the industry forward where we need to be. Well, great example. Kim, I've got just one last question for you. If you could boil it all down, what final piece of advice would you offer to an organization that's trying now to get its hands around the challenges of electronic healthcare records? I think, you know, something that I said before is to um, look at the ongoing maintenance and support uh, once you get something up and in place. 
months um, to do the initial project. It is a phased approach. I don't think anybody out the door is going to be able to get to the end line right away without having a couple of hits and misses and, and you know, recalculations as they move this um, and tweak it and improve it. So, again, put the framework to look at this as a process. This is a life cycle of the electronic healthcare record. Just as you go from the neonatal all the way through to, you know, your 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 pediatrician to an adult and to, you know, all the way through geriatric med- medicine, it is a life cycle. And you have to look at the electronic health care as a life cycle. And how do you structure IT to help with that is to really understand that life cycle, be in tune to all of the changes that need to happen to the systems and where the changes are most effective. Measure how that change um, was made and have the information to understand and control changes. The key thing here is to make sure if you can put a foundation in place to stop unauthorized changes, to block unnecessary um, access to these records, and there's the suite of tools that McAfee and others offer out there that really give these granular controls that they may not be looking at right now, um, that they may not be aware of. I definitely would say is go out and look at how this will have to change in terms of your heightened compliance, heightened auditing. Do you have the ability to automate compliance today um, with some of the things you have um, to report on, whether it's HIPAA or SOX or, or what other um, regulation your, your enterprise, healthcare enterprise falls under? Is to really go out and investigate and see what's out there to help you with that automating compliance and getting much more stricter change control and making sure that you can block anything unauthorized would really help the top level of the electronic healthcare record in both the consumer um, aspect that they feel comfortable, they feel comfortable that you've done the right thing, that their privacy is secure and their data is secure through your organization. Very good, Kim. Thank you so much for your time and your insight today. Thank you. The topic has been electronic healthcare records. We've been talking with Kim Singletary with McAfee. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.